Let's continue our discussion of discipleship. We're talking about the five ways that we obey Jesus that's found in Colossians chapter 3 and 4. And today we want to talk about taking off Colossians chapter 3 verses 5 through 10 say, Therefore, put to death what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, God's wrath is coming upon the disobedient. And you once walked in these things when you were living in them. But now put away all the following, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and filthy language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self. You are being renewed in knowledge according to the image of your Creator." Verse 5 wa kutichoncho ipani zilaku lako za dziko la pansi mwa inu monga dama zodeta kukalaka zo sayenera kukumba zo ipa ndi umbombo. Pakuti umbombo ndiko kupembeza mafano. Kifugwa chazi menezi, mkuye wa mulungu, ukubwela pa anaosa mvela. Inu, inunso, kale munkachita zimenezi, moyo wanu, wakale uja. Koma tsopa ano, mkuyenela kuzichota zintu, zonsezi, zo, zo, zo monga mkuyo, ukali, dumbo, chipongwe, ndi maonyasa. Musa, musa, musa na mizane wina ndi mzake Popeza muma mvela muntu Munavula muntu Munavula muntu wakare Pamozi ndi zochita zake Ndipo mavala muntu watsopano amene Nzeru zake ziku konzeduanso Kuti afanane ndi mlengi wake Paul tells the Colossian Christians that God has made you new, so become new. He says to put your old ways to death. Take them off like you would take off a set of dirty clothes. And put on your new and clean clothes. Put on the qualities that belong to Jesus Christ. Paul is telling them to act new because God has made you new. Kuchita, mwama kaliwa wa sopano, kifuwa mulungu wapa, nga kukala sopano. 
You see, becoming a Christian doesn't mean that your battle with sin is over. It doesn't mean that you will never sin again. Being a Christian actually means that your battle with sin has just begun. Before God made you new, you didn't fight against sin. You loved sin. But now you hate sin. That means you are fighting against its presence and power in your life. The good news is that God has already given you the victory over sin. He gives you that victory through the death of Jesus Christ and through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Children of God are not perfect. We still sin. And when you sin as a child of God, your sin does not end your relationship with God. God will never abandon his children. The blood of Jesus has already paid the penalty for every sin that we will ever commit. But while our sin as a believer does not end our relationship with God, it does disrupt our fellowship with God. When we are sinning against God, we do not want to spend time with Him. We avoid prayer. We avoid the Bible. We avoid Sunday worship. Because when we come near to God's presence, we feel conviction over our sin. Like Adam and Eve in the garden, we seek to hide from our Father. So to restore our fellowship with God, we need to confess our sins. The difference between a child of God and a sinner is how each responds to sin in their life. Christians identify sin as sin and confess it before God. Unbelievers ignore their sin. 
They excuse or dismiss their sins. John explains it this way in 1 John chapter 1 verses 5 to 7. God is light and there is absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Mulungu ndiye kuunika, ndipo mwaye mulibe ndi makonse. Tika ninakuti itima ya njana na ye. Koma, nkumaenda mundima. Tikunena, atukunama, ndipo siri kuchita chonadi. Koma, tika, tika, tika maenda mkuunika, monga iyali mkuunika. Pamenepo, itima ya njana wina ndi mzake, ndipo magaza ayesu Mwana wake amati suka ndikuticho sera che chimo lilironse What does it mean to walk in darkness? Kodi zikutenda uzachiani kuyenda mukunika in 1 John 1:8 John explains The people who walk in darkness are the people who claim we have no sin but those who walk in the light of God's presence confess their sins. Those who live in the darkness do not see their sin as sin. They refuse to admit that it's rebellion against God. To be a child of God, though, is to be someone who regularly confesses their sins. And when we confess our sins, then God is just to forgive us our sins. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, our fellowship with the Father is restored. So what does it mean to confess your sins? To confess is to agree with God that our sin is sin. It is to name our sin what God names it. Confession is saying, I sinned when I did or said or thought what it was I did, said or thought.
Now, who do we confess to? We confess to everyone that has been affected by our sin. First, we confess to God because every sin is against him. Second, we confess to the people that we have hurt. If you spoke out of anger to your son, then you need to confess to your son that you have sinned. And third, in some cases, we must confess to our church. When our sin is public knowledge, or when it brings a particular shame against the body of Christ, then we should confess our sin before our church and ask for their forgiveness. Our sinful instinct is to hide sin, to keep it in the dark. But the principle of confession is that sin loses its power when we shine the light on it. It loses its power when we identify it as rebellion against God. This is why John says in 1 John 1 9 that when we confess, there are two things that happen. First, God forgives us. And second, God cleanses us. He cleanses us by helping us to see the world the way he sees it. When we see sin the way God sees it, we begin to hate sin the way God hates it. So confession is the place to start to identify sin in our lives. But to truly defeat sin, we must deal with its roots. The sin that we commit is simply the fruit of a bad tree. We can remove the fruit, but it will just grow back. If we want to put an end to the fruit, then we must kill it at the root. The roots can't be seen, but they determine everything about the health of the tree. Sins like sexual immorality, like looking at pornography, lying, 
Kunama. Stealing. Kuba. Anger. Gossip. All these things are only the fruit. The roots of these sins are in our hearts. In Mark 7, 21 to 23, Jesus said, For from within, out of the people's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immoralities, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, evil actions, deceit, self-indulgence, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a person. Pakuti kuchokera mkamwa mwa mitima ya anthu mumatuluka maganizo oipa ndi oipa chiwerewere kuba kupa chigololo yera nkwio achinyengo machitidwe onyasa kaduka chipongwe kudzie kudzi kuza ndikupusa kupusa zoipa zo, zo zonsezi zimatuluka kati ndipo zimadetsa munthu we can't put an end to sin by following outward rules. We can't simply say, I'll do better next time. We must deal with our hearts in order to kill sin in our lives. In James chapter 1, James explains how our hearts work. Verses 14 and 15 say, But each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desire. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Mvesia 14, hakunina kuti, koma muntu aliense, ama yesedwa, akakokedwa, ndi zilakulako, zake, zoipa. Ndi kupempe, ndi kukokedwa, pedwa nazo pamene chirakulako chika chikakula chimabala chimo ndipo chimo likakwima limabaleka imfa sin starts with our desires chimo limayamba ndizo kumba zathu zilakulako zathu and these desires entice us to sin ndipo zilakulako zathu zimenezi zimatipangisa ife kuchimwa therefore in order to overcome sin in our life we must replace these sinful desires with godly desires ndekuti kuti tikathe kupa chimo miyo yathu tikuyenera kulowesa zofuna zamulu why do we sin? We sin because we want something more than we want to love and obey God. All sin, therefore, is idolatry. We make idols out of our ungodly desires. 
Only when my desire to love and please God grows stronger than my desire for anything else, only at that time will I learn to stop sinning and live In the verses from Colossians we read at the beginning of this lesson, Paul commands us to put to death what belongs to your earthly nature. To put away sin. And to put on the new self. Paul teaches something similar in Ephesians chapter 4. In verse 22, he says, Take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness in righteousness and purity of truth. Kuti ufanane ndi mulongo, ndi muchilungamo, cheni cheni, ndi chielo. This simple process is a strategy for overcoming sinful desires in your life. Njilo iyo preka ndi mwome tingate kulimba nila nakapena kuchosa zilako lako zoipa mio yatu. Ephesians says, take off your sin. Then renew your mind and then put on the new self. So the first thing you have to do is take off your sin which is rooted in your sinful desires. This means identifying the desires that are leading you to sin. What is it that you love more than God? What is it that you want that you makes you willing to sin in this way? What is your idol? Second, you need to renew your mind. Our minds are renewed through the word of God. We need to hear the Bible address our sin. So that it can teach us to think about the world and about our sin in the way God thinks about it. Then third, put on the new self. 
It's not enough to take off your dirty clothes. You must put on clean clothes. It's not enough to stop sinning. God has called you to pursue righteousness. It's not enough to stop desiring ungodly things. God has made you to love him. Now, of course, we will never reach sinless perfection in this lifetime. At the return of Christ, God will make us perfect. But in this life, we must battle with our sinful desires. In Galatians 5.17, Paul says, For the flesh desires what is against the spirit, and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you don't do what you want. So our battle with sin will continue for our entire lives. But we shouldn't be discouraged. First, we shouldn't be discouraged because our battle against sin demonstrates that we belong to God. If we aren't actively fighting sin, then we should question whether we've truly believed the gospel. Second, we shouldn't be discouraged because through the power of the Holy Spirit, we will experience progressive victory over sin. We only need to rely by faith on what Jesus has done for us. And on what the Spirit is doing in us. Also in Galatians chapter 5 and verses 24 and 25, Paul writes, Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Verse 24, Ake a Christu Yesu apachika apantanda tupilao la uchimo pamodzi ndi zokumba zao ndi zilaku lako zao popeza uh, popeza timakala ndi moyo mwanzimu oyela tieni tiende pamodzi ndi nzimu oyela our fight against sin is the battle of our life. But the victory has already been won for us by God. 
chigonje tso cha pasidwa kalikuwa ife ni mwamurongo.